Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hello? Hello? <clears throat> Podcast Network Asia. Network Asia. This episode is brought to you by Podmetrics. Podmetrics is a podcast analytics platform that enables podcasters to see all the relevant data they need to know about their podcast's audience. Sign up now at podmetrics.co and use the referral code RESTING2XPOD. Again, the code RESTING2XPOD. What's going on? This is Xavier Woods, a.k.a. Austin Creed. I said give me the hell, yeah! Hey, this is Zayda Zay. Hello, WWE Universe in the Philippines. This is Charlotte. Talent is not sexually transmitted. You need to go back to the drawing board because your game absolutely sucks! Hey, everyone. This is Jeff Cobb, and you're listening to the Wrestling Wrestling Podcast. All right, here we go. We are live, so let's kick it off and let's try something new as we bring you uh, what you're listening to and what you're watching, the longest-running weekly episodic Filipino wrestling podcast. This is your TNT, your Thursday night tradition. <laughs> we are the Wrestling Wrestling Podcast. Stan C, Romaran, and China Liao coming to you live on Facebook and on Kumu. First off, happy birthday once again to our boy China Liao. Hey, thanks, guys. Thanks, guys. Yo. All the love from everybody on social media. I hope you guys were able to catch the social cards that we put up courtesy of Jet and the rest of China's family. So if you yeah, noticed yeah. it on your Instagram, it was all because of China's family. Thanks, guys. Thanks for everybody who participated. Like, I got messages from people I haven't heard from in a while. Uh, so if you guys want to do that, you can go in. Oh, uh, you can message me for the, for the templates. It's, it's online. So <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you can find it online, so just do do it. Tag me, whatever. Yeah, yeah. Um, if you guys are noticing, maganda ulit yung background ni Chino, and that's because he's still in the US. So he is broadcasting or streaming rather uh, at three a.m. or three o seven a.m. West Coast time right now. Hindi lang halata kasi wala lang ako ng soft focus na ginagamit nila sa tennis area, but I am in I am in California still. It's about three o seven right now. Thank you guys for joining. Us here, it really means a lot na sulit yung gising ko. Yeah, yeah. Hey. Okay. So sulitin natin habang gising pa si Chino. Ang dami natin pag-uusapan tonight. I think we might be extending a little over an hour because of all the stuff on our plate. And I don't know where you guys want to start. Do you want to start with Shaq or do you want to start with Bobby Lashley? Black excellence. Uh, Let's start with black excellence tonight. <laughs> Well, they're both black, so oh, so which one? <laughs> Excellences, so it no, probably means either way. Lashley. Okay. Yeah. Oh, see, see. Uh, let's start with Shaq. Let's start with Shaq because yeah, start with uh, Shaq. that that just happened today. And I was telling Ro and Chino before we started. Now, my two best friends from high school. Shout out to Ryan and Charles. We knew in group chat namin ngayong gabi to talk about Shaq. And that's how you know na yung wrestling is 
hitting the mainstream once again when lapsed fans or even non-fans are talking about Shaq getting in the ring, taking a table bump, power bombing Cody Rhodes, among other things. What did you guys yeah. think about the match? It reminded me a lot, and I just saw this on social media, that's why I remembered it. It reminded me a lot of Carl Malone in WCW. I don't know if any of you were watching wrestling then, but Carl Malone and Dennis Rodman had a very infamous feud in on Nitro, one of their main storyline feuds where Carl Malone hits the uh, diamond cutter on Dennis Rodman. So, uh, and, and the parallels to AEW being the new WCW just became more apparent now. I'm not saying that it's a good thing. I'm not saying it's a bad thing. I'm just saying that it's there. Yeah, okay. if people are are trying to make the comparison, syempre dati, di ba, magkalaban yung Utah Jazz ni Carl Malone and yung Chicago Bulls, which Rodman was a part of, that was 1997, right in the middle of three-peat number two. Tapos right. si Carl Malone was fighting alongside DDP, si, Carl, uh, si Dennis Rodman, NWO naman siya. In this case, uh, si Shaq is one of the hosts of Inside the NBA, the popular halftime show ng NBA, which airs on TNT, the network that also airs AEW, the network that also airs the Go Big Show. But that's why we're seeing these crossovers with Snoop Dogg and now with Shaq. So that explains all of that. But, but ikaw, Ro, what did you think about Shaq and Jade Cargill versus Cody and Red Velvet? Man, uh, I don't know. I I I wish this this was the main event of tonight's or of this week's episode of Dynamite. Sayang, sorbang sinayang nila. I think by putting it in the uh, curtain jerking spot. I mean, there's nothing technically wrong with that, especially now when you have like world title matches happening in the first match of the card on WWE pay per view, right? So okay, lang din. I guess. Sobrang sayang because the All Star Weekend is next week, right? Kaya yep. yes. or this weekend. Kaya this weekend, siya, yeah, Sunday. Di siya, di siya uh, mag wrestle on Revolution, right? So that's that's the reason why. I don't know, man. Sobrang sayang. It was like a missed opportunity that was no one's fault, really. But uh, for what it was, it was good. Uh, they got the people talking with Shaq's uh, bumps and power bombs, and uh, he played his part well. And Yun, there's not much more that we can ask for other than that. Yeah, when you really think about it, the mission accomplished. People are talking and people are watching AEW on YouTube, at least looking for the clip where Shaq is actually being a wrestler and taking that bump through the table. So for all intents and purposes, AEW got what it wanted. Also, he hit that sweet, sweet Brody Lee powerbomb on Cody. Uh, yes. The, the Cody no sold. <laughs> it's still it's still a power bomb. It still hit cleanly. People still pop, but he did it. So hey, yeah. kudos to him. Right, right. So uh this week on AEW, we also saw Paul White make his AEW debut. He came out to this generic sounding theme song wearing a t-shirt that says no more BS, na alam nating double meaning. And he is apparently hyping the arrival of another oh, Hall of Fame level talent. So according to Paul White. Magpapakita tong Hall of Fame worthy person na to at Revolution on Monday, Manila time. So I think this is a good segue for us to talk about Revolution. Let's do our predictions now. Yeah? Yeah, sure. All right, sure, sure. So, yeah, let's start with this. Who is Big Show bringing in? So, this is Mark Henry Discord. We were actually throwing some names around. Hall of Fame worthy person. And I had to think out of the box here. Ako, uh, if I was going to shock the world, I'd probably go for Christian. Just because. 
I don't know. Parang napaka-dick move for Christian to suddenly swerve and go to AEW after being cleared to wrestle to WWE. Yeah, and was it just cleared? Right? Yeah, I think they're cooking something up for Christian in WWE. And I think that he wouldn't be jeopardizing that at all by suddenly defecting to the competition. Yeah. Hey, who do you think? Who do you think <laughs> is this Hall of Fame worthy talent? Si Giant Gonzalez. Giant Gonzalez, though. I can feel it in my in my my blood. He's dead, guys. That's why it's funny. He's dead. Um, <laughs> I, I I actually don't know. I want to say Taker, but Taker just signed that big ass contract, right? Then he signed like a long term yeah, deal. Yeah. He did. Uh, yeah, so, uh, so it can't be him. What about Kurt Angle? Pala, yeah, yeah. I was about to say because I didn't say ng, ng guest ko. So my guess nga is Kurt Angle. Kurt Angle just got released last year. I don't think they're bringing him back. Conrad Thompson is very much uh, involved with the AEW. We saw him on this week's episode of Dynamite. So I think the Conrad Thompson verse will be uh, coming to AEW, except for uh, Bruce Pritchard. Diba? So yeah, Kurt Angle is a pretty strong choice, I think. Other than the fact that Hall of Famer is and he's not Hall of Fame worthy talent because he's Hall of Famer. See, si John Christopher said in the comments, Batista. And ito, we were also talking about this over at smarthenry.com. Could it be Batista? And ako, I'm, I'm pretty low on this. I don't think so because I don't think Batista wants to be involved with AEW at the moment or wrestling uh, for that matter. Yeah. I, I want to say CM Punk because he's expressed uh, wanting to work with AEW in the past. But again, I see a punk. I see a punk comeback. Is is it, it, it's like Bigfoot, right? You see it when you believe it. When you you believe it when you see it, right? So I I don't know. What are the chances na ginagago lang tayo ni Paul White or ng AEW and they say Hall of Fame worthy? I mean, after all, Coco Beware is in the WWE Hall of Fame. So when that's your bar. Pretty much anybody can be your Hall of Fame worthy talent, right? Like freaking Tatanka could be that guy. Actually, my point, my point, ka, uh, it could be anyone because anyone who became popular or got over in WWE, pwede siyang mapasok sa Hall of Fame. Eh. So I don't know. People are saying, uh, who else? RVD. People are saying RVD. But I think he's working with WWE on something and he doesn't want to jeopardize that as well. Kurt Angle talaga is my best guess. And I think they wouldn't be baiting and switching us because alam naman si TK uh, gusto niya ano, pasayan yung mga fans. TK. Close tayo kay Kuya TK. <laughs> TK. <laughs> Alright, uh, if you guys have any guesses uh, at this point, really, your guess is as good as ours. So let us know in the comment section who you think will be yung, yung Hall of Fame-worthy talent that they'll be bringing in come Revolution. We've got the rest of your predictions for AEW Revolution. That is coming up in a bit, along with our thoughts on Bobby Lashley's historic WWE Championship win. But before we do that, let's tell you about one of our new offers here on the Wrestling Wrestling Podcast because you, you, know, you support the show you love the show, and this is something we're bringing to you courtesy of our friends from Zalora. All right, guys. If you are like us, you are all about the drip. You're all about your fashion, how you dress. So if you're thinking about shopping for clothes and for shoes, for accessories online via Zalora, you can use a very special promo code. 
that you are entitled to because you are a listener and viewer and fan of the Wrestling Wrestling Podcast. So with this code, you can get up to 25% discount plus 10% cashback on items from legit brands like Nike, Adidas, H&M, and also many more. Uh, all you got to do is type in the code WRESTLING upon checkout. Wrestling. Wrestling upon checkout. Use that. Get the sweet, sweet deal that you deserve. All right. In the meantime, we'll be taking a quick break as we tell you about our other podcasts on Podcast Network Asia. Now, hold on just a minute, playa. That's a Teddy Long reference for you. If you're probably wondering how a few wrestling fans who put together a podcast for their love of wrestling have been able to collab with brands here on the Wrestling Wrestling Podcast, well, the answer is simple. We use Podmetrics. So if you have a podcast, no matter what the size is, you can sign up now at podmetrics.co. That's P-O-D-M-E-T-R-I-C-S dot C-O and use our referral code, Wrestling2XPod. All caps, one word. That's W-R-E-S-T-L-I-N-G, the number two, the letter X, and the letters P-O-D. Again, Wrestling2XPod, all caps, one word. And hey, it's a great way to show support for the show as well. Now, if you're an advertiser and you want to collab with us on the Wrestling Wrestling Podcast, who are we to say no? You can head on over to advertiser.podmetrics.co and fill up the form. Again, that's Podmetrics, the easiest way to monetize your podcast. All right, let's get to some shout-outs on Kumu. All right. Hey, say what's up to the Geeky Watts. I think this is Stevie. Uh, here, who says he misses me? I miss you too, Stevie. Uh, probably not as much as you miss me, but I miss you. Sabini uh, Abby, she's about she's checking out Zalora now, so thanks, Abby. Don't Yo. forget to use that code. Also, say what's up to our new joiners on here to Pigs 22, Ara 025, Jay Alvarez, uh, Roddy the Great, and Ket Ketty. Cat03, thank you for joining us here on Kubu. Please, guys, let Kubu know you want that wrestling talk every Thursday. Smash those hearts. All right. Let's get to, uh, sorry, uh, Ro, let's get to some greetings on Facebook. All right. Uh, well, no, no, no. people are saying hey on Facebook, saying hey to Joseph Shello, who uh, is guessing that Mick Foley is the mystery uh, signing ng AEW. Dave, Tito Dave Scott says Brock Lesnar. Yeah, we also actually floated the idea of Brock being that mystery AEW signing. We don't know if Tony Khan will, you know, go all out and spring all that money that Brock wants. Pero puede, puede na. Who else? Renz Cordovis says he. You make a good point, Stan. I think he's referring to your point about anyone being a WWE Hall of Famer. Um, yeah. Saying hey to Bruce Lim, uh, our patron Bruce Lim, who says good evening. Good evening, Bruce. What's up, man? All right. Let's get our predictions now for uh, Revolution. It's happening on Monday, Manila time. So, yeah, let's start off with the AEW World Tag Team Championship match between the Young Bucks and the Inner Circle. Are we with the Young Bucks? Like, are we over their reign as tag champs? Uh, I feel like yes. Feeling good. Sorry, I feel like uh, Jericho and MJF walk away with the belts here because they've been showing such... Now, again, I'm speaking all of this, all of the predictions I'm making, I'm speaking without having seen the latest dynamite. Okay, so I could be wrong, but MJF and Jericho have been, or the inner circle really, have been showing such force, especially in the past, and 
Diba? So, so I feel like with that show of force, they might have the upper hand on the Young Bucks. I'm actually gonna I'm actually gonna agree with that and saying uh, after the Bucks showing tonight, uh, where they you know put Santana and Ortiz through a table, I think they're gonna lose uh, on on Monday, Monday morning. So I think it's over. I think it's time. Um, I don't know what happened to the feud, this little beef that they have with the Good Brothers and Don Callis, but apparently that's not a thing anymore. Because they or, yeah, well, Don Callis lately. Eh? Oh, nice. So that's super weird, which I will touch on a little later when we talk about the World Championship match. Sabi ni Admin Angelo, the Good Brothers will screw the Young Bucks. Um, if they oh, revive that feud in that manner, yeah, okay sa akin yun. Basta, I think the, the way to go is to have the Young Bucks drop the titles to Jericho and MJF para rin momentum na ulit inner circle because they'll have something to fight for among themselves. And, yeah. you know, maybe with, when Sammy Guevara comes back. Sabi ni Stevie over on Kubu, the Bucks are too busy putting themselves over. Maybe, man. And not having regard for human life and, and spreading COVID in the AEW blocker room. Oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Uh, let's go to our next match, which I don't care about at all. It's the street fight between Team Taz and Darby Allen and Sting. Can can we just get this over with? Like, I really don't care. <laughs> yeah, same. I, I don't know why they keep putting a 63-year-old guy over, but okay. Hindi ko manalo sila Sting kasi Sting. Yeah. Pero yeah. sana manalo Team Taz, di ba? Kasi ano naman sila? Mas ma- di hamak na mas malaki naman sila kasi sa... Sobrang chump. So mas marami sila, man. Yeah. Fight yeah, exactly. on two and they always run away looking scared. Why? Hindi <laughs> ko rin alam. I don't, know, I don't know why. Ano, anong meron kay, T- kay Tony Khan and kay Taz? I don't know about siya galit kay Team Taz. Pero this is happening and I hope that they win. Just so they can finally justify yung pagkadami nila. Yeah. Tinweet ko kanina na, I want to keep rooting for AEW kasi fan naman talaga ako. Pero pucha nakakagago eh when yung 5-on-2 nandyan na. Tapos, you know, they're gonna run with their tails stuck between their legs. Just because Sting is there. Jeez. Stupid. Yeah. Anyway, let's talk about the women. The Women's World Championship. And I think this is the first time I've been excited for a Women's Championship match sa AEW in a while. So it's Hikaru Shida. Versus Rio Mizunami, who won the Women's World Title Eliminator Tournament today. I think it's time for a new women's champion. So I also want Anaki to win here. Uh, it's so weird because they literally brought someone in that most casual fans don't know about. And then, yeah, granted, binild up naman siya sa tournament, which is pretty good, actually. But I don't know. I do want Shira to lose, finally. But I don't know if... It's Rio Mizunami's time. Yes, I, I don't see her winning the belt from Shida. She's a complete unknown. When you said that name, I had to jog my memory on who she actually was. Tapasilad, Sabina, Rio, and Shida might kill each other. Yeah, it's going to be good. Uh, it's going to be good, but I don't think they give the belt to a virtual unknown. I actually thought this was Rosa's tournament to lose, and apparently she, she did lose. So, Sayam, I wanted Rosa to. <laughs> To go all the way and get the title from Shida because that makes for such a compelling story. So to have uh, this new girl come in and win it, it, it's a little weird for me. To be fair, uh, it, it's not like it's her first time on Dynamite. She was actually on the very first episode of Dynamite. So she was in a six-woman match at the time. But if you're a casual or if you don't remember these details, which I didn't until Excalibur reminded us nung tournament mismo, it's easy to forget because she's been in Japan all this time. But if you're, fa- uh, if you're a follower of Joshi Wrestling, she's actually a pretty big name in that scene. She's actually a uh, major legend status not in over there. Mm. So yon, um, something to keep an eye on. Yeah, I wanted Aja Kong to win. 
Kasi she's legit. She's still legit after all these all these years. Yeah. I know who she is and I know that she could just destroy. Yeah, I actually thought they were gonna age, diba? Diba? I thought they were gonna bring her all the way because she is much more legend status than anyone uh, in the tournament. Yeah, for sure, for sure. About 30 plus years in the business, so eh. uh, we get what we get. Thunder Rosa, by the way, is on the pre-show in case uh, you guys want to check that out. Uh, she's teaming alongside Riho and they're facing Dr. Britt Baker and Rebel. Okay, next match on the card. Ito, I, I like this match and this feud. The big money match between big money Matt Hardy and <laughs> Hangman Adam Page. For some reason, nakakamiss yung mga old singles matches sa mga pay-per-view na it's not for a title, pero there's something at stake. Talagang may feud sila and then diba, may bet. In, and in this case, what's on the line is the winner receives the loser's 2021 first quarter earnings. Like, all in all, it's a story that actually makes sense. And there's money involved. So you can really see na, okay, I get why my urgency sila to beat the other person. And that's all I really ask for in my wrestling. So I love this story. I want Hangman to win because I think it, that's the obvious choice. You know what? I feel like Matt Hardy wins because AEW is so focused on showing up the WWE and, and shoving a finger in their face. Now, ito kayo, this is what you do to wrestling. Uh, we're better than you because you guys are horrible. And so with Matt Hardy being juxtaposed next to Vince McMahon, essentially, I feel like Matt walks away with the win here. Actually, and if, uh, sorry, and sorry. if Paige loses, it's more of a reason for him to join the Dark Order. Like ah, that's a good point. Madonna's is locked, and they're still teasing that. They've been teasing that at Dark, or, or sorry, on uh, BTE. So Even on it Dynamite, might actually yeah. be compelling for him. I actually think the opposite is going to happen. I think Dark Order will help uh, Hangman win. And then Hangman will realize that okay, lang ko pala yung Dark Order, kailangan ko pala yung friendship nila. So sasha sa sale. The real big that, money is the friends we yeah, made along the way. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. Kasi, I do think uh, they have something with Hangman. I think they realize it then. I think that the best interest is to put you know put Hangman on a roll, and. I think that Matt's upper hand in, in today's dynamite will show in a, or is you know a prelude to Matt losing. Yeah, um ang ayo along with Matt Hardy winning is he'll be the second rich North Carolinian character in wrestling after Cameron Grimes. Like do we really <laughs> need another one? <laughs> All right. Uh, next up, let's talk about the face of the revolution ladder match for a future TNT championship opportunity. So uh, you announced participants. You have Cody Rhodes, Scorpio Sky, Penta El Cero Miedo, Lance Archer, Max Caster of the acclaimed Tapasi TBA. It's TBA for sure. Feeling <laughs> yeah, TBA ito eh, kasi may record si AEW. Pag may TBA, galing sa TBA mananalo. Right? It's always like that, especially with the Casino Battle Royal, which we haven't even gotten to. Uh, feeling ko TBA to eh, but who could it be? Do you guys have any guesses? Sino mag-debut? Baka siya yung, ano, siya yung sinasabi ni Paul White. Ah, pwede. Pwede. Kusino man yun. Mm. Or maybe, you know. Or or let's, what if, what is Sean Spears in TBA? Sean Spears <laughs> had a big episode this week. Parang, oh, yeah, oh, yeah. set up for a comeback. Right. Pwede. Yeah, pwede. I was about to say, let's go honky talk, man. <laughs> Sean Spears is a compelling point. I yeah, I, whoever, right? yeah, whoever is TBA will probably win that. Yeah. Yeah. 
Okay, next up, you have Miro and Kip Sabian versus the best friends. Remember what I said earlier about yung simple na feud lang na they're just fighting for something? At the opposite, like, I, I don't really feel good about this because parang it, it's run its course. Like, I don't really care much about this feud anymore. So, yeah. Eh. Same. Same, same. But I, I say, I say, I want to I want to see the best friends walk away with something just because they haven't really gotten a lot, especially in this feud. Most of the time. Uh, yeah. Chuck became the Chuck became the the butler Orange Cassidy was just left on his there. own. So <laughs> just he was just there. he's always just there. That's his whole thing. But uh, I feel like the uh, the best friend side might walk away with this. Yeah, I kind of agree. I think best friends are gonna win. That was after. Yeah, yeah. Because it's the wedding, so technically, it's the best man. Yeah. All right, next up, you've got the Casino Tag Team Royale for a future AEW World Tag Team Championship match. Sobrang daming tag teams ang kasali, pati si TBA nandito. So, pipili na lang ako. Kung hindi si TBA, feeling ko inner circle pa rin yung mananalo. Just to set up yung feud na Jericho and MJF become champions and then Santana and Ortiz end up challenging. Mine is Jurassic Express. My, I, I am a simple man. I have simple wants. And I want the Jurassic Express to get pushed. I am also going to go with Jurassic Express. It makes sense. All right. Finally, you've got the main event. It's an exploding barbed wire death match for the AEW World Championship. <laughs> Kenny Omega defends against John Moxley. I think sure we win the month for Kenny Omega, but it's just a matter of how they're going to kill each other on the way there. Yeah. Uh, yeah, that's true. Kenny is. It's Kenny to lose, and I don't think he's losing anytime soon. Yeah, it wouldn't make sense for him to drop the belt again to Moxley. Especially since Moxie still has that Japan title, um, he Kenny still needs to complete his collection, so to speak. So I say Kenny. Yeah. Uh, speaking of Mox and the IWGP US title, I'm not sure if you guys uh, caught this, but he defended it over the weekend on NJPW yes. Strong uh, yeah, against Kenta. So it finally happened, but we really got a nothing burger out of it. So yeah. you know, a nothing burger. Like it was a good match, but uh, it's clear that oh, we're talk- we're gonna talk about it real quick. Uh, it's clear that Gato still wants Moxley's uh, star power. In, yeah, his clout in NJPW. So uh, he's saving Moxley for a future. You know? And Kenta was there to put over a, a guy much younger than he is. So okay lang. Is it is it the G1 suit? Or matag- no, matag- no, matag- no, matag- pa, matag- pa. Pa. Okay. So I mean, I was, we're talking was... about NJPW already. Uh, teka, uh, before we, we segue to that, tinatanong ni Admin Angelo, ano ba yung concept ng Crossroads tagline ng Dynamite this week? Wala lang. Gusto lang nilang going special because Shaq was gonna be on it. Yeah, that's true. That's pretty much it. Tapos kalaban niya si Cody, whose finisher is the Crossroads. So, there you go. Yeah, so sige, let's let's uh, transition to NJPW. Uh, we've got a couple of stuff to talk about. I'm actually wearing my NJPW t-shirt right now because it is their 49th anniversary. So the anniversary event is either still happening or kakatapos lang. And um, the main event is Kota Ibushi uh, versus El Desperado for the I uh, for, for, sorry for the World Championship, like the Unified World Championship. The the biggest bit about this is how. Kota Ibushi is essentially retiring the Intercontinental Championship. And sinasabi niya na, I want to preserve the legacy of both titles, which people are understandably upset about. Yeah, uh, the, 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 champi- the double championships became the new IWGP World Heavyweight Championship. So, talagang world title na siya uh, in its name. And wala, na-merge lang yung, 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 ano, yung titles and their history. So, it means that 
former intercontinental champions are now world champions apparently by definition and you know uh, people love the intercontinental championship which is actually not that old uh, it's it's it was created in the mid to late 2000s and they wanted it as a title but uh, Ibushi wanted other things or Gedo wanted other things kaya you know merge yeah at at certain points in New Japan's uh, history, the IC title even became more prominent than, than the world title. But I remember I started watching New Japan because of that Nakamura AJ Styles feud, and, and really they fought for the IC title for the, uh, during that time. So it, it was a nice run. The title had a nice run, but the whole if you were a former IC champion, you are now a former world champion. It's a little confusing for me. Yeah, um, I'm really sad. And I think na it's pretty lazy that they just decided to retire the Intercontinental Championship. Because I, I like having, especially the status of Intercontinental Championship, na parang pang main event na title din siya, unlike sa WWE. I mean, let's face it. The WWE Intercontinental Championship is mid-tier. Lang siya. But with New Japan, there were times in its history where it was pretty much a main event level title. So nasasayangan ako na it's no longer there. Um, it's my favorite title as well because sobrang guapo lang talaga ng white strap and it's big ass buckle right in the middle, diba? With and then with the names on the uh, side side plates, sobrang sayang. I'm looking on Twitter right now and uh, understandably Kote Bushi retained. So you know, um, there's a gif right now of Tanahashi sadly looking at the last defense ever of both championships. <laughs> so, so press F for respect for the IWGP Intercontinental Championship. All right, let's talk about WWE now. Um, it's been a while since we actually had a podcast now, like halfway in. We haven't talked about WWE much, but uh, we got to talk about Bobby Lashley because he won the WWE Championship on Raw this week. Historic title win. Uh, he's only the third um, African-American WWE champion in the history of WWE. Tapos, what, in, in six months, second time ito na nagkaroon ng WWE Championship change on Monday Night Raw. So let's talk about the impact of everything that went down. All right. So yeah, I'll go first and say that it's pretty huge. Medjo um, naging tweener at worst and face at best, si Lashley Dahilito. The whole African American community was really celebrating the huge win, even though technically the hurt business are supposed to be heels. But uh, against Miz, are you really a heel? So. It's pretty huge. I do like the fact that they protected Bobby Lashley well heading into this win. Before that, Nidaman Chanapin, then Triple Threat, Riddle, and John Morrison. He's had strong reigns, a pretty strong reign. And I hope that they, you know, make the most out of his new title reign. Because I think there's a lot of momentum riding on this. I think a lot of people like this development more than they like Miz, maybe even more than they like McIntyre. So, Sana. Chino, let me ask you this. What, what can you say about all the angry Miz fans? Because there is a subsection of the internet who's pretty upset that the Miz couldn't even get one month long na, na title reign. Listen, the Miz isn't there to be the longest reigning WWE <laughs> champion. He's a, essentially what he is is a placeholder. He's a role player. That's how long, he, that's why he's lasted so long in his WWE tenure because he knows what the role he plays 
in the company, the grand scheme of things, diba? He's not a worker, diba? He's more of a character, if you think about it. You mentioned people being a heel against the biz, diba? He's actually the company's biggest heel right now, and he knows that, and he's able to parlay that into something, diba? If, if where he goes from here, if he goes to chase on the title, I, I highly doubt it. Uh, because you still have Drew on the side. Bobby Lashley was quoted on saying that he wanted Brock as well. So it's it's a long ways away for the Miz right now. But where he was and what he did with that title during the time that he had it was okay. Ang sayang is I wanted to see Lashley win it at a pay-per-view because the moment would have been bigger. But this, the fact that he's actually won it was also okay. I'm going to argue and say that the entire episode ng Raw this week felt big because of the entire story. This is one of the rare episodes of Raw where from start to finish, there's a consistent story. And they told it literally from start to finish with Lashley and The Miz to the point that they, they, they devoted several segments onto it. And it was okay to me because they were really after telling a consistent story that Miz was using literally every excuse that he could find to avoid Bobby Lashley, which really made him the biggest chicken shit heel around. So by the time na, na main event na and it was a lumberjack match, everything made sense. Even to the point na my lumberjacks done and every time Miz was out of the ring, they would just throw him back inside. It made sense because he rubbed the entire locker room so wrongly. But um, he really stepped on everybody's toes. And when Bobby Lashley won, understandable the new reaction of lumberjacks. Nobody celebrated because if you want to be WWE champion, must beatable si Miz, diba? So, mabubuisit ka na si Bobby Lashley ang champion kasi halimaw na ulit. And even the heels, hindi rin sila nag-celebrate because they're not part of the Hurt Business. So, for me, it was one of those rare times na Raw actually told a logical story. Yeah, I agree. Um, it worked kasi Raw is three hours, but they finally made good use of those three hours for once. Um, the other stories in on the show were not as great as the Miz versus Lashley, but it made up for it with with that recurring theme. So, butina lang they can still prove that okay when we're really I know when we're really committed to it, uh, we can make all the good efforts to tell a good story. See, John Christopher is asking in the comment section, "Kumusta naman yung two day world title reign Christian back in 2011?" <laughs> yeah, uh, that was rough. <laughs> Yeah, um, as a as a Christian fan, I really hated it. But with the Miz, I really agree with Chino here. He played his role. The Miz and the WWE Championship and the Money in the Bank, all three of them were plot devices here, and they all served their story well, uh, served their purpose as well. Rather, now the Money in the Bank was used so that Lash, uh, so that Miz could take the championship off of Drew, para hindi tayo makarun ng Drew versus Bobby Lashley match. And then we had Miz versus Lashley, so Lashley could finally win without facing Drew. And it looks like we're headed towards WrestleMania. And it's Bobby Lashley versus Drew McIntyre. And I, I want to know your, your thoughts on this, given that uh, this looks like the other main event now. It's a good pick. I remember at the start of their returns, Lashley and McIntyre's, not, none of them would have... I, I We couldn't even consider any of them to be future or current world champion. So look at them now. Si Drew took so long to become a world champion and now he's a multiple-time former champion. And the same with Bobby Lashley. His his career uh, as he came back uh, into the WWE was a little bit start, start and stop. It only really picked up steam 
what he hooked up with MVP and the Hurt business, diba? So I, I like where they're going with this. I like how they're actually able to use the guys that are there instead of bringing in uh, a Goldberg or bringing in a, a Lesnar for it. That's not to say that we won't see Brock anytime soon, but for what we have right now in this current environment, I like it. Saying hey to Gimme Buckets uh, on Kumu, who is here saying Hurt Business is the best for business. I agree. Uh, I like the idea of Drew versus Lashley. Because I like big host matches. And it's going to be um, a hard-hitting match if they are allowed to wrestle a hard-hitting match. So they don't have to hire Brock. They don't have to bring any big stars back. Do um, Let's do what we're doing now. And you know, utilize the big, the current stars to the best, uh, the best they can. Hey, uh, people are asking, uh, diba? like they're they're mentioning Brock Lesnar because they're looking for that big, casual, friendly main event name, the part timer. You already have him in WrestleMania. His name is Edge. Yeah, that's true. See, Edge is the young, casual, friendly, big, big name that Roman Reigns is going up against. And I think Bobby Lashley has an anomaly, has has some name power. Like yeah. people from uh, the ruthless aggression era will still remember Bobby Lashley. Deep MMA fans might know who of him as well, right? Yeah, my yeah. MMA bros are bound to know Bobby Lashley, so there's that. I just got to say uh, that there's so much love for MVP right now and the Hurt business, and it's so well deserved because in just one year, MVP took these three guys, na lahat parang middling, all running in place for better or worse. And all of them got to hold basically every championship on Monday Night Raw. 24-7 championship, US title, tag team titles, WWE championship, and then now it's THB All Belts. So sobrang galing lang talaga nung nagawa ni na MVP and the Hurt Business na they became undeniable in a year's time. Yep, I agree. <laughs> I mean, it's really parallels to parallels to something you know similar with what we have, what would happen to us. So I'm sure that's also why we like it. Yeah, yeah. Um, can't I, I can't deny that there's a bit of a personal connection there. So you know th- that's also why there's so much love on my end. Other news in the in the world of WWE, you've got Soldier Boy in the crosshairs of Randy <laughs> Orton. And many other WWE wrestlers because of his comments. And I think this all goes back to Bad Bunny. Because Bad Bunny has found his way into WWE. Bad Bunny is 24-7 champion. And I'm guessing that Soldier Boy wants to draw attention to himself and probably be the next Bad Bunny. I just don't like the way he's going about this. Now he's really stepping on all the wrong toes in all the wrong ways. Gina, I think yeah, no, I feel like if clout <laughs> is what he's after, he, he is other options to do it because uh nobody first of all nobody's heard of soldier boy since 2007 (laughs) it's true i can name no other songs other than crack that right and and i don't know what he's been up to this past years i don't i feel like he was in jail for a while like if i yeah i I think so yeah yeah he was in jail for a while and then now he's just trying to start beef i feel like this is what happened he wanted to tweet something witty out, chose the WWE, picked the wrong thing to tweet about, and then just doubled down. Like he feels like the type of dude who wouldn't admit to a mistake, right? So so he, it just it just turned into this huge mess online, and he's just not backing down from it. 
Uh, shout out to Tito Diego who's saying now, ano man chino, di ba di ba naalala yung six seven eight triple nine eight two one two? No, mini soldier boy yon. What the hell is that? That's just a bunch of random numbers. What the no, f- it's from Kiss Me Through the Phone. It's literally in the song six seven eight triple nine eight two one two. That's his number. <laughs> no, I no, I. It's fine if people don't get don't know that because it really wasn't that big of a hit. I mean, it's it's totally fine. Bruce Lim says "Smack That" is Akon's song. I think he, I think Chino said "Crank That," not "Smack." That. Yeah, yeah, "Crank That." That's the Soldier Boy song. Yeah, yeah, he said "Crank That." I heard him say "Crank That." I, I, about this, Filinko, Filinko may something that we don't know. Filinko worked though, because generally the policy is to not engage in social media beefs like this, because it's bad branding. They for are everyone. still public figure. Yeah, yeah, for everyone involved. They're all public figures, and I have a feeling that they're going marketing nila, ng marketing ng WWE to not uh, on the I will counter you, Ro, and say that the marketing actually trained them. Remember when oh. Amos and I were at the WWE press briefing for oh. their recent run, the guys, Kevin Owens and Ali, actually answered the questions very eloquently. So I feel yeah. like this is actually work. No, say say no eloquently, but okay, Soldier Boy in day. Like Randy Orton threatened Soldier Boy, remember? So yeah. I don't think that was <laughs> that was the actual training that uh, they received. So feeling uh, this is building up to something. I don't know what exactly that something is, but it's too hostile to to not to be a shoot, is what I'm yeah. saying. I, I just want to comment on Randy Orton's hip hop knowledge. Because for a white guy, uh, for him to be listening to Meek Mill and to call Lil Wayne Tunchi, it means he actually knows his hip hop. So let, uh, let let's lay off the uh, Randy Orton is a hip hop casual jokes because I saw a lot of that on Twitter this week. He actually knows his stuff. If uh, Jay Z though, yun lang yun lang. That that's that that's the one thing I will give uh, the the detractors. But like, uh, I I've never met a white guy who listens to Meek Mill. I've never seen a white guy openly say, I love Meek. Okay. <laughs> I'm just saying. I'm just saying. All this, right, is um, coming, this is coming from your street cred as a DJ in a hip hop station. Yeah. Right? Sure. Sure. <laughs> sure. <laughs> I think zooming out, uh, yung involvement of in mga mainstream names, to, Bad Bunny most especially, is still really good for business. Diba? Um, I think somewhere down the road, as we get closer to Mania, we can probably do a power ranking of like the best musical acts who got involved with, with wrestling. And I'd probably put Bad Bunny in the top tier already, just because. I will say that I like Big E's idea. Over the weekend, he tweeted about it being a lead-in to a Def Jam fight for New York type of deal. And sana yeah. ito, because I want to see Big E and, and Wale and Soulja Boy and Orton square off in some <laughs> video game fashion. Ang <laughs> All right, other stuff going on in WWE. Oh, okay, we got this in the comment section, Kanina. People are talking about the end of the Wednesday Night Wars because I, I read this on Fightful. NXT is rumored to be moving to Tuesday nights in the US by April 13. So this is huge. And personally, dito because it's really hard to do this live stream on a Thursday knowing that AEW and NXT are airing at the same time on a Thursday morning in Manila. So... If I could get to watch NXT on Wednesday mornings, Manila time, and then AEW Thursday mornings, mas makakahinga ako as a reviewer. So I actually like this. 
it's not just that. It's not just the idea of having to catch um, two shows before this live stream. But finally, the mag split yung viewership ng both shows between the uh, between the two. Uh, so AEW fans who also like NXT can finally watch NXT without having to choose Dynamite and vice versa. So that's pretty good. It was really good. I think NBC finally figured out that they weren't going to beat Dynamite. They really didn't win Dynamite. And because if you choose them between AEW and WWE, the not WWE choice will always be winning. So good for them. And... Uh, the NXT can finally get the viewership it deserves. So, sana hindi na siya kulay at sa ratings. I mean, not necessarily mangyayari yun, pero sana yun yung mangyayari. So, uh, again, it's all good for business and not good for impact. Yeah. It 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 went from a Wednesday night war to a Tuesday night gagbang. Kasi kawawa yung impact dito. If impact didn't have viewers before, wait till they move. I feel like this is actually... Like to roast point a move for Peacock because they have to fix their their lineup for 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 weeknights here, including NXT and that uh, assessment as well. It, it's a good move for them, but it brings more eyes. Like I said last week, bring, brings more eyes to the product, to the streaming service, and gets more people to watch without having to split their attention between one or the other. Yeah, sabi rin ni Admin Angelo na the move for NXT or the rumored scheduling change is also because of NHL moving to the USA Network, which is yung carrier or broadcaster ng Raw and NXT. So yeah, it's it's one of those things where the NHL actually does something, well, you know, does something for me and I appreciate them for that. Um, you know, I think Raw really hit it right on the head when he said na NXT can't beat AEW because of all the star power na nasa AEW. When you consider yung mga names kasi nasa NXT, yes, we love the Undisputed Era. We love Finn Balor, Johnny Gargano, Tommaso Ciampa. Pero they still are technically the third string behind Raw and SmackDown. So in terms of star power, they, they are also Tier 3. So yeah, it's it's a great move. And and uh, I'm excited for April, honestly. Yep. Right. We're going to talk about NXT. If we have some time, we can probably get into NXT UK. Uh, we'll also be paying tribute to the late Jim Crockett. And uh, we have some news on Enzo and Big Cass. All of that in a bit. But first, we got to tell you about another special offer from our friends from Mr. Speedy because you're a listener and a viewer of this podcast. All right, guys, if you need to send something in Metro Manila, Mr. Speedy is your service. So because, as Stan mentioned, you are a listener of the Wrestling Wrestling Podcast, we have a very special promo code that slashes 50 pesos off your very first delivery. All you got to do is use the code WWP Mr. Speedy. Again, that's WWPMRSPEEDY. Use that and get 50 pesos off your first delivery. All right. Shoutouts in a bit, but first, another word from our other podcasts on Podcast Network Asia. Hey, Chino Liao here, host of the new podcast on Podcast Network Asia called Class Clown. Now, I try to learn about the world through the lives of different professionals each week alongside by another stand-up comedian. The topics are limitless. The jokes are aplenty only here on Class Clown. Let's get to some shout-outs on Kumu and Facebook. See you, Chino. Oh, say what's up to all the people joining us on Kumu tonight. Say what's up to Kate Alva, Jellies1989, Ralph Jason, 
User78925, Jonel Masinas, Nikki Antivola, and Erickson. Hello to you. Sabi ni Gibby Buckets. Sana yung fiendish or tandang yung kamausap kay Soldier Boy. <laughs> like, if we set Soldier Boy on fire, that would be great. The hottest Soldier Boy has ever been, literally. So, sabi ni Gibby Buckets, Hurt Business is the best for business. That's all on Kumu, guys. Thank you for sending us your love. 3,407 hearts na tayo on Kumu. Let the people know. Keep smashing those hearts, guys. All right, uh, Ro, any greetings on Facebook? Just want to say hey to Tito Uncle, who is listening to us, uh, uh, who's watching us on the Facebook. Boss Waki says Limp Biscuit is number one uh, when it comes to the musical acts that have been involved with WWE. Sabi ni Bruce Lim, kaka-setup lang niya second monitor to watch AEW and NXT at the same time. Pero biglang nag-iba yung schedule na NXT. Sorry, dude. At least, mas madalina for you, though. You can yeah. use the second monitor for impact if you want. You can still do that, though. You can just wait another day and just still do that. <laughs> oh, right? oh. If you really I wanted mean, to, right? Yeah, if you really want to divide your attention diba, and have your brain running in different circles and stuff. So, you know, I'm, I'm not going to stop you. So, All yeah, right. more NXT business to get to. So, two big things happened on this week's episode. First, uh, ng women's tag team championship match between Dakota Kai and Raquel Gonzalez versus Nia Jax and Shayna Baszler. And then... For some reason, Adam Pierce came out and interfered in the match by bringing out a Raw referee. And now William Regal is going to make an announcement next week. So uh, people are speculating online that this will lead to a WrestleMania feud uh, also involving probably Naomi and Lana because they're the current number one tag team contenders. So what do you think about how this all went down today? Sobrang eh. uh, let's start with, uh, with Ro. All right. I just watched the, the segment on YouTube because NXT. But I don't like where this is going because it feels like Adam Pierce is turning heel on NXT. Parang, okay, what's that all about? Even if okay, the the most logical explanation I can foresee is Adam Pierce somehow protecting the investment of the women's tag team championships on the main roster. Union Naisipko. But eh, it's so out of character for him. So big dasham gaganyan. And to, to literally screw Raquel and uh, Dakota Kai off the titles. It's it's sad because I really wanted to see Raquel and Dakota win it. I felt oh, that they part. had a strong case for it. It's also confusing because for some reason, Adam Pierce has backbone anywhere else except SmackDown. Oh. <laughs> he, can pull, he can pull stuff like this on NXT even the power he doesn't even have authority but he can do that but it's just it it muddies the water muddles the water uh so much thank you Rowan Camacho uh for the birthday greeting but uh I don't really know where this is going like it seems like such a convoluted way to go about things they I rather they just drop the title and move on to another feud than to have somebody drop something in the middle of it all and just mess it up Sabi yeah. ni Jomari on Facebook na his gut tells him that William Regal will announce the creation of the NXT Women's Tag Team Championship. <laughs> wow, that's that's going to be a mess. Because the whole point of the Women's Tag Team Championship was to service all uh, all three brands. So I don't think that's going to happen. But I'm not against it, though. <laughs> I'm not against having another uh, Women's uh, Championship. Should it be on NXT? Maybe not. But I, I'm not against having... Multiple women's tag team champions. Because I mean, multiple men's tag team champions. Tired, right? So why not for the women? 
sabaga yeah, um, na make sense. Ang ayaw ko dito is it makes NXT a self-contained universe. And I kind of like how the women's tag team championships are one of the few links to the larger main roster. Alam mo parang just to prove to everyone that it's all still one streamlined product. So if you self-contain NXT within itself, parang wala, uh, it, it kind of shows that it's not on the same level as your Raw or as your SmackDown. So yeah, um, but that, that, at the same time, we've already been through this discussion before. NXT really is self-contained. They are mm-hmm. the third brand, regardless of how many ways we look at it. They're on the same level as a Raw or a SmackDown because they don't really push through with anything. They brought them into Survivor Series two years ago, last year, and then now yeah, it's... Yeah, 2019. And, and now it's not a thing anymore. So if they really want to pull the trigger on NXT, they should do it. Otherwise, they should stop messing with the fans. Yeah, the more I think about it, the more na naisip kung possible ngayon gusto mangyari ni Joe Marie. Uh, Michael Sioko on Kumu says Shotzi and Ember for tag team champions. Yeah, that's actually not a bad idea. Uh, yeah, the more I think about it, talaga, bahala ito na ito na mangyari. Kung malita ang lahat and wala talagang <laughs> NXT Women's Tag Team Championship, then so pinagulo lang nila yung story all in the name of turning Dakota and Raquel face. I think yun lang talaga yeah. yung goal nila. Eh. To turn Dakota and Raquel face, and while you know they have been getting that baby face rubbed, narin, I I don't think they needed to do all of this to get there, because naturally people will cheer for them against Shayna and Nia. Like who's gonna cheer for Shayna Baszler and Nia Jax over yeah. Captain? Diba? Si Baszler gets kope. People can still cheer for her, I guess. But Nia Jax, no, <laughs> she's like a <laughs> she's like a female Biz. So that's true. I guess Actually, at this point, wrong. yeah, yeah. Another big thing that happened on NXT this week is Imperium in, uh, interfering and making their presence known dun sa match nina Oni and Danny against Tommaso Ciampa and Timothy Thatcher. So I think Chino is the one who put this down in our notes. Like, is there going to be a Ring Camp reunion? Because if you know your indie wrestling history, Timothy Thatcher was part of Ring Camp alongside Walter and Marcel Bartel or Axel Dieter Jr. So I'm also, not sure if they're actually going to do that ring camp for Union. I think that it's too deep into indie history. It's, it's too much of, of a deep cut for me. Okay, first of all, the reason I put that down there was because Walter on Twitter actually tweeted a picture of all three of them. Yeah, and, it, was, yeah. it was Marcel Bartel, him, and Timothy Thatcher. It's, it's very foreboding that he decided to bring that picture up for no apparent reason other than this current storyline. Yeah. Yeah, but what's he the goal here? I don't know. Um, maybe to turn Thatcher heel and add Thatcher to the uh, to Imperium. Maybe yeah. that's it. it does, I wouldn't if... want Thatcher to be the new big show. Like he's only been on the <laughs> roster for a year and he's already turned twice or thrice. Okay. <laughs> I feel like if they do add Thatcher to Imperium, it makes Tommaso Champo such a good foil for all four of them. We might even get a Champa Walter match down the road, but, but I feel like if it if, happens, yeah, if, because if they really want to incorporate Imperium into the main NXT universe without having uh, NXT UK be the redheaded stepchild anymore, then it actually makes sense to have them face off against a guy who's like sort of the introductory person for anybody visiting NXT now. And for any feud that wants to get started in AST, the Master Champion is your perfect guy for that. Right. Um, it makes sense. Yeah. Um, 
at most to go to what will happen is just gonna get a feud between the two teams. Feeling it's all that's gonna lead to that. But if Thatcher does become part of Imperium, then I wouldn't be opposed to that either. All right. Now uh, we've got a couple of things outside WWE that we need to get to before we uh, before we openly ask everyone if we want to do Throwback Thursday. So uh, let's start off with um, the death of Jim Crockett. All right, uh, it was uh, Jim Crockett's heyday. I say is mostly beyond our collective years as fans. So he is responsible for the NWA uh, back in the seventies and eighties. And then he was also responsible for what you know now as Jim Crockett Promotions, which eventually got sold to Ted Turner and became WCW. So the WCW you know is mostly because of Jim Crockett. And uh, without his contributions, um, wrestling in the 90s and even now wouldn't uh, look the same as it was as we know it now. Yeah, babyface producer D guy who just wanted to give a moment of silence to Jim Crockett and the <laughs> young guy. Uh, so, uh, yeah, RIP to this legend, man. Uh, I actually didn't know uh, Jim Crockett as well until later in my wrestling watch uh, viewing thing. But uh, I, I agree with everything Rose said. Um, he did lay the groundwork for what would be WCW. And he's helped a lot of guys along the way in the territories. Right? Sila, Sila Ric Flair, the Rock and Roll Express, who are still doing it to this day. Yep, so yep. kudos to what he's accomplished. Uh, rest in peace, Jim Crockett Jr. Yep. All right. In other news, uh, Big Cass and Enzo have reappeared in wrestling. So reunite Sila. And Big Cass actually looks good. I'm, I'm seeing the pictures of him looking absolutely shredded, which is a far cry from how he looked towards the end of his run in WWE. So he's only 34, but he really looks like a gigantic edge at this point. And the book in Enzo and Cass was Luke Gallows. So I think this was a promotion that Impact is working with. And see, Luke Gallows because is also a promoter. I'm glad that Big Cass is in a better place than he was all those years back. Uh, he, we know that they just dropped off of the face of wrestling uh, after all the, the chaos that ensued. So if he is indeed in a better place right now, then I'm happy because for all that they've done in wrestling, Enzo, I am a big Enzo and Cass Mark. Same with Priya De La Torre. I like their, their appeal. I can see why they're famous. I, I, I can see why people cheer for them. I mean, so I, I like how they're getting their feet back under them after all this time. But hopefully it parlays into something uh, on TV because I feel that's where they really shine. They are characters that deserve to be in front of the camera, uh, regardless of whatever you think of Enzo Amore. <laughs> Yeah. Um, no, I just want I just want Cass to be in a good place because nobody wants to be coming from a dark, dark place in your mental health. Okay, uh, sana if he got his life together, maybe hopefully he doesn't have any more anxiety or whatever he was dealing with. Um, definitely no more injuries, as we can see, because he's managed to wrestle again. So good for him for overcoming adversity over the past how many months it, it's been since that controversy uh, happened to him. So, yeah. And he's taking recovery seriously, so that's always good. Alright. Do you guys want to do Throwback Thursday this week or do you want to push that uh, back to next week? 
as we review Revolution? I say because we're an hour in, we do it next week. Yeah, uh, okay, that's fine with me. Totally yeah. fine. So, so yeah, gento, gento. Uh, we're, we're gonna ask you, the listeners and the viewers, to already leave your comments and let's see if we can get some answers and then we'll read it out next week. So you can throw back Thursday topic that we planned for tonight was what was the best year for you as a wrestling fan? Like um, it could be the best because yung talaga yung best experiences more or yung favorite more or maybe even the height and the peak of your wrestling fandom. So if you had to pick a year, na favorite mo in your wrestling fandom, hit us up at Wrestling2XPod on Twitter. And we'll try to read some responses as we give you our answers as well. Uh, I was telling the guys before we started, now I already have my pick. Uh, so I'm excited to get to this for next week. <laughs> we also want to ask you a couple of things. Um, actually, we are about to be celebrating episode number 400. So this is 394, the one we're doing right now. So in about a month's time, we'll be celebrating the seventh anniversary of the podcast and episode 400. So we're going to ask people to be part of it. And we need your help as well. So let us know if you guys are willing to celebrate on like Holy Week, as in Monday, Thursday. Will you be listening to a stream by then? Uh, what type of prizes would you fight over, if ever? budget uh, Hit us up for all of those things in the comment section or on Twitter at Wrestling2XPod. Like, those are the things we wanted to ask them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, definitely. You know. Siyempre, kasi gusto namin kayo. So we want to know what you think uh, and what your availability is. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, we're about to celebrate some big stuff here on the podcast. We also have some uh, big things on the horizon. We have a Kumu stream happening most likely on March 16. Uh, that is 316, by the way, also the anniversary of lockdown. Hey. And uh, it's going to be happening on the podcast network it's, Asia Kumu. It's funny how you say that because we all want to give a dirty middle finger to this lockdown. <laughs> so true. let's raise those middle figures up on 316. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Napaka fitting actually na yun yung date na binigay sa amin ng Kumu at ni PNA. So, salamat PNA, salamat Kumu. Um, we're going to be raising our middle fingers together on that night. Maybe drink um, some beers, pwede ba? <laughs> pwede ba tayo yeah, why not? Yeah, yeah, why not? Why not? So, we'll do that on March 16. Tapos we also have some uh, some big interviews lined up. Shempre uh, next month, you've got the WrestleMania review episode with Jake Cuenca. That's happening. We also have an interview with Matthew Wahlberg from PWA in Sydney and from Australian Survivor. So we'll talk to him in the next few weeks as well. All of that coming up here on the Wrestling Wrestling Podcast. As we end episode number 394, let's get to our picks of the week. So let's start with you, Chino. So wrestling is such a wide, varied world full of, of all sorts of matches in in the wrestling spectrum. You have your Broadway classics that go on forever. And then you have BDD Pro, which did the Iron Man Championship match last uh, a few days back, I believe, yesterday or a few days back, where in the current title holder, a gravure book, <laughs> faces off <laughs> against its challenger, the Young Bucks autobiography. <laughs> it's a book versus a book. You've had you've had all sorts of characters hold titles, and now you have a book. So so it, it is something. It's interesting, and it's the most 
WTF thing you'll see all week. So if you want to watch something that is just the most confusing, hilarious, asinine thing you see in wrestling, I suggest you go check that out. All right. How about you, Ro? What's your uh, pick of the week? All right. Uh, my pick of the week for those who have the WWE Network. Guys, uh, you should go watch yung WWE 24 episode the Big E. It's a really nice watch. And uh, it kind of tells you that they have big plans for Big E. Like, kung hindi pa sila tumuloy sa push to a world championship or something, then this, this episode would have been for nothing. So go watch that. Uh, if you have a WWE Network subscription, honorable mention: uh, John Moxley versus Kenta in last week's NJPW Strong. It's not the best uh, match; they didn't even give so much time to it. Kaya lang siya honorable mention sa akin. But if you can find it, go catch it. Eto na lang uh, yung sinabi ni Ro about Big E and getting a documentary, de ba? Si Bianca Belair medyo tinelegraph na nila na siya na Royal Rumble because they did a chronicle on her. So. Right, right. I think this is yung foreshadowing for that big E world title run. I'm really hoping it is. Sign okay. Sign uh, uh, my pick of the week is from New Japan as well. Um, I watched Castle Attack over the weekend. Really loved yung three-way for the IWGP Junior Heavyweight Championship. Uh, vacant cha. So si Vacant yung former champion kasi na-injure si Romu. And El Desperado became double champion on that night. And um, prior to that, si Bushi lang talaga yung kilala ko. But I came away becoming a fan of Despi and El Fantasmo. So really, uh, it was a really good match. Very compact. Yung tipong, hindi ka pa na, uh, medyo nabitin ako eh. Parang, ah, okay, panalo na, cool. Um, I wanted more. And I think that's the best um, wrestling match, at least for me. Yung hindi ka na sobrahan, hindi ka na umay. So uh, go catch that if you know how to get creative or if you are on NJPW World. Also, a hey, honorable mention for myself is the NXT UK Championship match between Gallus and Pretty Deadly. Pretty Deadly walking away with the NXT tag team strap. So congrats. Yes, to boy. Yes. <laughs> No, right. that's what they say, Chino. Yeah, no, I know that. Yeah, I just... <laughs> <laughs> kala, kala, kala in, I interrupted you. I just say, yeah, no, yes, no, no. boy. <laughs> it's 4 a.m. where Chino's at, guys. So uh, I think we have to let him go very soon. So it's also our cue to end. So yeah, Chino, habang may gising ka pang brain cells, uh, let's tell them about your newest podcast episode with your very, very special guest. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so I just started recording uh, the second season of the Class Cloud podcast. And we're kicking things off nice and strong and a little bit fast with a quick episode featuring the one and only Master Hands. Master Hands is such a gracious guest. He's answered, he answered all of my questions very well. Um, he even answered the big 2020 question we all have. So if you guys <laughs> wanted me to ask that, I did. And it's coming out real soon. On the Class Cloud podcast, I will say season number two is building up to be very, very solid for me because next week I am recording an episode on Black History with one of the local hey. comics here in San Francisco. And then nice. a little bit after that, we get an episode with Doc Gia. So three solid episodes Ooh. to look forward to here on the Class Cloud podcast. Check out all my episodes that are still up on Spotify. Just type the Class Cloud with Chino Liao. It should come up. Or check out my socials at Chino Supersized. 
All right. Uh, another podcast you can check out, uh, which is also part of PNA, is On Deck with Stan C. That's my podcast about radio DJs. Current episode featuring Marina Academia of Imago and Sandwich is out. And she talks about the glory years of NU107 when she was a DJ there, as well as their music director. Uh, let's also let the listeners know, Ro, about the patron program and how they can be part of our watch party for AEW Revolution. All right, guys, if you want to support the podcast, you can do so by signing up to become a patron on our Patreon. So what that entails is you get special benefits like exclusive review content on the current TV shows na mapatok sa tahilya, syempre, Raw, SmackDown, NXT, Dynamite, pay-per-views uh, from both AEW and WWE. You sinabi ni Stan na may watch party tayo uh, for AEW fans. We're showing the uh, latest, uh, the upcoming AEW pay-per-view revolution after work this Monday on our special Discord that you get access to when you sign up. You also get special merch like face masks and other stuff that we're coming up with soon. And uh, what else do we have? Um, yeah, that's pretty much it. Uh, a lot of those you can get for a low, low price of 250 pesos per month. So, 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 guys. So, uh, if you are considering uh, uh, supporting us, in, you can do so in this really small way. And you get a lot of stuff too. Sorry, sorry, I forgot to mention the URL is patreon.com slash wrestling wrestling podcast. My bad. All right. And as always, make sure to get your uh, daily wrestling fix of reviews and news on smarthenry.com. Champagne uh, online shopping that uh, we, we are all still doing, even though 3 3 was just yesterday. You can keep supporting the podcast through our affiliate links tinyurl.com slash wwpxshopee and tinyurl.com slash wrestling wrestling x lazada please use the apps when you're checking out and a portion of your shopping uh your shopping fees will keep the lights on here on the wrestling wrestling podcast and on podcast network asia for all of our conversations that gusto ituloy after the stream after the pod hit us up at wrestling 2x pod on twitter it is at Roizwar, at Chino Supersized, and at underscore Stan C for me. Huge, huge thanks as always to all the patrons, all the listeners, all the viewers, everybody on Kumu, the babyface producer Nikai Lohanias, and the rest of the Podcast Network Asia team for keeping it together and continuing to allow us to do what we do best. So on behalf of Romoran and Chino Liao, my name is Stan C, putting this episode of the Wrestling Wrestling Podcast in the books Stay safe, mask up, register to vote. We're out of here. Bye-bye. Peace. The views and opinions expressed by the podcast creators, hosts, and guests do not necessarily reflect the official policy and position of Podcast Network Asia. Any content provided by the people on the podcast are of their own opinion and are not intended to malign any religion, ethnic group, club, organization, company, individual, or anyone or anything. <laughs>